They were routinely described as wild, savage, barbarous, primitive, lawless, warlike, treacherous, vengeful, lazy, dirty, poor, superstitious, and always in need of instruction and improvement. They were the tribal peoples who inhabited the northern frontiers of Great Britain and the western frontiers of North America. They had more in common than the derogatory terms applied to them. Colin C. Calloway. Welcome to the campfire for series two of the Frontier Partisans podcast, The Highland Scots, a Frontier People. As I'm recording this, there's a gale whipping around the keep, so you may hear the sounds of of howling and the wind slamming into the walls. And uh, I decided to go ahead and, and record it with those sound effects because they're appropriate for a tale from the islands of Scotland. Scotland, particularly the Highlands, was a frontier zone from Roman times on. Uh, the Romans built Hadrian's Wall to keep the ancient wild tribesmen out of the more settled country. and. Uh, Highland and Lowland Scots, they diverged from each other culturally and linguistically in the Middle Ages. The Highlands remained a frontier zone well into the 18th century when the British government finally asserted full control in the wake of the last great Jacobite uprising of 1745, which attempted to restore the Stuart dynasty to the thrones of Scotland and England. A crushing defeat at Culloden Moor in April of 1746 meant the death of the clan system that had been a part of Scottish Highland Scottish life since the Middle Ages, and the smashing of the Celtic Highland culture. It also began a, a diaspora of Highlanders out into the other frontiers of the British Empire, especially to North America. The Highland regiments that were formed during the Seven Years' War, or what we know as the French and Indian War, served as shock troops of, of the empire from the middle part of the 18th century and uh, all the way up through the Napoleonic Wars and onward to uh, into the 20th century. Highlanders would become deeply enmeshed in trade with the native peoples in North America with whom they were thought to have a, a special affinity both being wild savages and all. And so they would, would play a tremendous role in the, uh, the fur trade in both Canada and what would become the United States. The Hudson's Bay Company roster is, is full of, of Scottish, Highland Scottish surnames. There's something ineffably romantic about Highlanders, it's a, a warrior culture that grew up in a, in a very stirring landscape. Uh, you, can't, uh, you can't escape the, the rousing feeling of the, the skirl of the, the great war pipes, the bagpipes. And I'm told by highly reliable sources that there's just something about a man in a kilt. Sir Walter Scott started all of that back in the 19th century with novels like Waverly and, and Rob Roy. Once the clans were well and truly conquered, the British sort of fell in love with them. And the romance of the Highland Scots continues today with the Outlander books by Diana Gabaldon. Uh, they're massive interna international bestsellers, and they've created their own tourism industry in Scotland. 
the books have been adapted into a Stars TV series, which is a, a great favorite of my own clan. Um, that's how I know that there's something about a man in a kilt. The history is romantic and stirring. It's also often very dark and violent. And in this series, we'll explore the history of the Highlanders as a frontier people from that beginning of that early modern period uh, on up to Culloden. Then we'll cross the Atlantic to the forests and the beaver streams of North America, where the Highlanders met and mingled with the native peoples and became influential traders, as I said, with uh, Hudson's Bay Company and also with its uh, competitor, the Northwest Company. The final episode in this series will recount the life and legend of Rob Roy, who was a Highland cattleman and who became an outlaw. And that's as frontier partisans a story as they come. So uh, over the next few weeks, you're invited to take a place in the Great Hall and pour yourself a wee dram and listen to the bards spin tales from the days of yore. I've launched a Patreon page to support the Frontier Partisans blog and podcast, and uh, any contributions to that uh, that Patreon are most appreciated, and uh, that's what, what will help keep this thing rolling. And uh, there will also be some unique opportunities for, for plunder, which I know appeals to all Frontier Partisans. So uh, the link to that will be in the show notes for this episode, and uh, we'll see you down the trail.